0: This is Easy Does It Barbecue with your host, Dan McDonald, owner of Colorado Barbecue Outfitters. If you're ready to dig into some serious talk about all things barbecue, from the moo to the oink, grab a cold one and let's get down to business. Now, here's Dan McDonald.
1: Welcome to Easy Does It Barbecue with Dan McDonald. I am the owner of Colorado Barbecue Outfitters. 5921 north academy boulevard right here in colorado springs we call it easy does it because i tell you the easiest way to do it today's show is going to be a little bit different we have a guest on the show his name is brian guerrero he is the owner of guerrero concrete here locally in town brian wears many hats he's also my green mountain grill sales rep so for those of you that don't know what that is that is a wood pellet grill line that i sell at the store and then lastly brian is the pitmaster of Barbecue 22, here locally. Brian, thanks for coming. Hey, thanks for having me on. Brian, basically, I polled, if you will, my customers at the store over the last week or two, and I asked them, each day i was in the store if you had a chance to sit down with a competition barbecue person and ask whatever you'd want what would you like to know and uh, so the questions i have for you today are basically questions i took like i said right from my customer base well let's start off with uh, how did you get into
0: competition barbecue most of us cooks i'll be honest with you when that show barbecue pitmasters came on television that got me hooked when it was big on the networks about Oh, seven years ago It was kind of ironic I, uh, My uh, oldest son, he graduated high school And we ended up having about 70 people in our backyard And we had about five gas grills going And after the, you know, we had a good time and fed everybody But I told my wife, I was like, we have two more graduations And I'm not going to be out here with five grills cooking for 70 people like this So ironically, after uh, after we got done with his graduation uh following weekend, we were just kind of kicking back at home And uh, lo and behold, Barbecue mid came on television and matter of fact one of the first ones was Myron Mixon he came on and he said you know back in the day down south that uh, this was an easy way to cook for large groups of people and for really really reasonably priced so it perked my ears up and caught a couple episodes there and you know, my experience at, at that time was just uh, burgers and brats and steaks on a gas grill. And I looked up a recipe online and uh, for barbecue sauce. And I started tinkering with barbecue sauce and tinkering with barbecue sauce. And then started smoking on the gas grill and did that for a few months. And finally, I went down just bought me a little bullet smoker and started learning how to cook chicken on it and some pork. And... So, you know, about a year went on, and we finally got us a cooker and a Green Mountain Grill. And my oldest daughter, she graduated, and I ended up cooking 100 pounds of meat on one one uh, Daniel Boone choice model took me 24 hours of cooking on that guy but we got it we got it done and so she graduated and my youngest was in sports for the longest time and her senior year she decided she didn't want to do sports anymore and you know senior year she was kind of off doing things with her own friends and stuff and I came out of a winter time and got hooked up with a landscaping company and just earned some extra side money and bought me a couple drum smokers some gateway drum smokers and I told the wife I was like you know we've always wanted to travel and kind to do stuff and so i was like you know invested in a couple other smokers and lo and behold five years ago i think it was we uh went to uh, Pueblo, and that was our very first competition, part of the Rocky Mountain Barbecue Association, and we did pretty well. I mean, we were in the middle of the pack, considering it was our first one, and uh, never taken any professional classes, and learned a lot from that one, you know, and it's one of those things that learned how to prepare better, and then it was one of those things we, uh, the second competition we did was in Alamosa, and that was the, that following August, and uh, same thing, we finished middle of the pack, but this this one here was pretty special and that's one of our favorite ones that we go to. We, uh, matter of fact, the competition world isn't it's not a cheap hobby oh so yeah you, you know you just work and save work and save and cut corners where you can kind of thing and well lo and behold you know we were going up to Alamosa that weekend everything was paid for the gas coming back and forth and I told my wife I don't know if we should go because we only have 40 dollars in our savings account and we got to get by the next week with gas and cigarettes and you know all the everyday stuff and she looked at me she goes well didn't you get into it to win money so lo and behold there was a state state competition up there and went up there with a 20 craigslist weber kettle grill and and i didn't have money for grill grates at that time so i took the cast iron uh grates off my gas grill and that's what i got my sear marks on and lo and behold we took first place right out of the chute and 500 bucks cash and so we great. were so we were we were pretty stoked about that <laughs> one and um bugs have been planted. Took I mean, off
1: from there, huh?
0: Yeah, in fact, and then I just reinvested that, that $500. Uh, couple of the teams that, that have been friended really well, they said, if anything, if you got to take some professional classes. If you want to get better, you got to take classes. So lo and behold, we uh, looked up some classes, and uh, Sterling Smith from Luton Booty Barbecue, he's down in Scottsdale, Arizona, was putting a uh, chicken and rib class on, which the year before, he had took first in the worlds at the, Uh, American Royal in chicken and the next day followed it up with the second place uh, overall in uh, ribs so we went down there and learned that recipe cooking techniques and stuff and came back in our third competition we went up to fort collins that following june and lo and behold our ribs are on the same table as the you know the judging table is defending two-time world champ and we end up beating them and took first place in ribs that weekend and that's great it just it just keeps rolling and rolling and so you know we work and save and you know i've done some online classes uh I've traveled out to Missouri to Shake and Bakes classes. Uh, so, I mean, it's, you know, you got to take some classes if you want to yeah. be good.
1: So that was one of my questions that, and I think you answered, so I'll just go in that. If somebody wants to get into competition, it sounds like, one, just try it, mm-hmm. right? Some of the smaller comps maybe. Yeah. But online classes and then going to some of the, I'm assuming you just Googled barbecue competition classes or something and yeah. found some around the area.
0: Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah, you go on KCBS uh, website and they have a list of them there and predominantly i always suggest and tell people this the cookers that you have those are the kind of the classes you want to cook on because those are the guys yeah. that really know those pits. And so I mean, that's, well, like Sterling, for instance, Luton Booty, uh, he cooks on uh, uh, Green Mountain Grills and Gateway Drum Smokers. And I knew, you know, he's obviously got the credentials. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, there's a lot of really good online classes and stuff. Uh, another one uh, really good that's really helped me tremendously is uh, Arnie Sergovia, Arnie Tech's online pit master class. And, okay. you know, Arnie's re- really been a really good Mentors, we got a private Facebook page. Um, there's other stuff. There's Barbecue Champs Academy out there. People can Google, and you know, the good thing about those online classes is, yeah, they're they're the same price as, for say, if you go to an in-person class, but you don't have to pay for all the traveling, the airfare, the hotel. That's a good point. The you know, the rent a car. Now, and same thing, you know, you watch the videos on the classes, and then you know, all of them have private Facebook pages, so you just go ahead and ask them questions then. Okay, that's great.
1: So, uh, the other thing that people wanted to know is where do you get your supplies? Where do you buy your meat? And how do you acquire all that stuff?
0: I do buy them at Colorado Barbecue Outfitters, that's for sure. <laughs> Thank I you some, for that. <laughs> I buy some of my stuff there. You know, being the uh, the rep for Green Mountain Grills, and you know, i got a few barbecue stores that I'll buy little bits here and there from everybody and stuff. A lot of stuff. Some other stuff I order online, uh, Big Papa Smokers line. How
1: about your meat? Where would you buy your meat primarily?
0: Primarily, uh, the only thing I really will invest money in is brisket. And I'm, I've been playing around with different briskets, uh, Creekstone, farm if you like Primes, it's a really good one. The A9, the butcher shop, A9 uh, Australian Wagyu beef, he's out of Florida. He's got some good stuff. I started recently playing around with some Midland, Midland Wagyu briskets, and that's actually what I'm going to be running with this weekend and stuff. But there's a pretty good line of, of briskets out there. It's just a matter of you know practicing i I go to sam's and i get the angus beef and i just practice with those yeah practice with those and i mean you know to get started in competitions yeah just as long as you know how to cook it right that's that's the main thing okay now when it comes to say chicken for instance, i don't do anything really special i buy my chicken at king supers and i run with purdue chicken and probably the one of the things if i could give somebody a tip on chicken is i used to start out by just getting because they have come in four packs i would get like maybe four to five packages of chicken and then i'd pick my best 12. but sometimes i could only get 10 out of them or nine out of them which you only turn in six so i started just buying a case of chicken and I'll call them a couple of days ahead. Now there's four packages, so that's 36 pieces of chicken. I can find 12 pieces of chicken really comfortable out of there. And now I have the other 24 to, you know, whatever you want to do, chicken stir-fry, chicken fajitas, I mean, you, whatever you want chicken and kind of thing. So
1: you and, just use the leftovers to basically feed your family.
0: Yeah. Okay. So comp, actually comp weeks, I mean, that's, that's a freezer stocker for us. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the, Even um, my pork, I just go down to... Uh, Uh, shamrock food warehouse Mm and there's a lot of us that are you know you can't go out and have pork and all kinds of stuff specially sent to you You know before you know it every competition is going to run over a thousand dollars and that's just way out of bounds and in my in my thought process and i've scored pretty well and i've done really well with all those products and and you got to keep things familiar, too, with judges, because uh, judges, they're average everyday people just like us, yeah. and that's what they're used to eating. So it's like, you know, let's see how you can turn this this piece of chicken from King Supers into something <laughs> extraordinary. That's you know, awesome. they're, they're just kind of looking back yeah. and thinking of that.
1: By the way, we'd be remiss if we didn't say that Brian's uh, barbecue team won grand champion last year at the Rocky Mountain Pig Jig that was uh, held here locally. It's a barbecue competition that's actually put on for charity for a children's Kidney disease—it's a wonderful cause, and it was one of the only competitions last year. Obviously, amongst the pandemic, you yeah. know, we had a lot of strict rules. In fact, they were throwing some curveballs with the burn ban and some other things. And uh, even with all the challenges, I, I got to say, Brian's team won. I know you got grand champion. You also got best in mm. ribs. I'm trying yeah. to remember the others that chicken. you got: chicken, Ch- and, chick- chicken, chi-
0: chicken and chicken ribs, and ribs. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And we scored. I think it was fourth in tri-tip. And then I think we were fourth or fifth in Cook's Choice. Yeah,
1: and that's yeah. awesome. If if you all knew the challenges he had to go through for that for that bar for that competition. Yeah, every,
0: everybody was, did. All we had to do it is it was we was had right gas grills, <laughs> so we had to cook on it.
1: <laughs> that was great. And congratulations yeah. on that, by Thank the way. You, uh, Colorado Barbecue Outfitters was the sponsor for for him for that, and so we were fortunate enough to we display the um, awards at the store. So if you want to come down and check them out. Okay, so yeah, we figured out, basically, you're getting your supplies from places that every every person can go to, King Supers, Shamrock, things yeah. like that, okay, mm-hmm. good to know.
0: One thing to remember is you're going to a professional barbecue competition, and everyone here in Colorado, there's $10,000 in prize money that continuously goes from competition to competition, so if you're going to cut corners, rest assured there's other teams that aren't gonna cut corners again. And, and the teams that don't cut corners are the ones that are you get their name they get to hear their names called and yeah. stuff so it's there's a lot of discipline to do so basically source something that you can get readily available and with also with that when you do your practices cook what you cook at a competition now to enter competitions basically you just go either KCBS website uh, Rocky Mountain Barbecue Association website. Uh, any association, you you find a competition that you like, click on it, and then there's a registration form. Now that registration form, typically for like a twenty by thirty spot runs anywhere from two fifty to two seventy five, and basically you just fill out an application. Obviously, you want to check your check off chicken, pork ribs, and brisket to be. Uh, considered for overall grand champion. Um, once you get that all sent up, and usually uh, pay electronically. That's pretty much you don't know, put through PayPal or they have secured lines to pay for it. And after that, you're signed up. And no matter what, I, it could be raining. It could snow a foot of, or have a foot of snow on the ground. That competition's still going to go. It's still going to happen and stuff. So the only time you have to qualify for anything is if. Like your world competitions, Kent City, they have two of them, the World Series. They have uh, the Invite and the Open, which is a back-to-back one. Now, the Invite is if you win a state championship in a KCBS sanctioned event that I believe the number is 28 teams or higher, then you're automatically... They'll send you an invite to come to the Invitational, but only a select few. I mean, obviously, you've got to be a grand champion in a in a certified state event to qualify for that one. And then, like, maybe like your other ones, like maybe Memphis in May or the Jack Daniels kind of thing. Yeah. You know, They're those royal. are. A yeah. royal, yeah. So, I mean, basically, anybody can, can do them anytime they want.
1: Okay. So, what do you, this is kind of a broad question and and maybe just pick one item in the interest of time here brian but what what's one thing you do drastically different between competitions and when you're cooking or backyard barbecue when you're cooking for your family and friends
0: the biggest thing i do is i don't do a lot of injections, I don't do a lot of rubs, I don't do a lot of saucing. We so you keep it simple for the back. End. I I keep it very simple for the simp- well, for this here. Competition barbecue, you got to remember judges. There's a table of 6 judges. They get one bite out of your food and they're judging 6 other people in that category at that given time. So, it's not like they're going to sit there and eat a whole rib because, I mean, it's humanly impossible. I mean, before you know it, a one, one KCBS judge, when you think about it in a competition, will take... Uh, twenty-four bites of food, six in each category: chicken ribs, pork, and brisket. That's a lot of bites of that's food. That's a lot of <laughs> bites of food. <laughs> so you really got to stand out, and yeah. that's where you pack as much flavor. You only get one bite to shine. Yeah. But now, when you're at home, now you're just you know people are tearing. Yeah, tear yeah. People are tearing into yeah four, five, six ribs at a time, whatever yeah. kind of thing. So if you make it too rich, then you know people kind of get yeah. burnt out pretty quick with it. So that's the biggest thing. Is I keep it simple one good thing about competition it made me a better backyard cook I mean, there's a lot of things that uh, you learn how to cook to tenderness is the biggest thing is just to learn how to cook your food right one another big one is ribs. I mean, most people like fall off the bone ribs, but you go turn uh, fall off the bone rib on a KCBS <laughs> competition, and they'll throw you through the ringer to the wolves and yeah. stuff. They don't judging. They don't. They don't like that kind of stuff. So.
1: And those judges, correct me if I'm wrong, but those judges are trained to be. Ju- they take classes, correct? Exactly. They don't just pull people off the street yeah. and expect them to, no, to grade you... a ten thousand dollar prize. <laughs> yeah, they're, yeah, they're professional judges.
0: Okay. And any you can find. Uh, judging classes mm-hmm. around i know they just had one up in denver recently but yeah you're a kcbs member uh i think it's like 60 bucks and then it's something like 80 dollars for a class and that's good worldwide you can you know you look up a competition and say for instance sometime in the winter time they have them going on in phoenix around christmas time hey I it's a
1: great like, vacation yeah
0: <laughs> and you know it's you know you volunteer your time so it's free yeah you know you get to one good thing about judging is you get to enjoy all the activities that the cooks do you're not going you, hungry yeah you're not going <laughs> hungry and you don't have to get up early in the morning and cook you just kick back and
1: <laughs> <That> is you're <laughs> right that down. is an interesting way um and, and a way way to look at it um, mm-hmm. i do know that they go through a lot of training i've thought about doing it but the problem is is having the time to be able to yeah. do that so we we touched a little bit on this but another question and this is probably one of the most most common questions I got from my customers and the public was, how does someone get started in doing competitions? And so far, I think what you've said is, you know, obviously the internet is a great resource. Mm-hmm. The KCBS mm-hmm. site, you can go- Google KCBS and, barbecue.
0: And Rocky Mountain Barbecue. Rocky Society. Mountain Barbecue mm-hmm.
1: Association is the, is the local opposite of that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Colorado Barbecue Outfitters belongs to that as well, Both of those as well. Even though I the, the store is more of a backyard barbecue, um, you know, we do know that people mm-hmm. enjoy the competition and mm-hmm. they like to practice at home and and pretend sometimes if yeah. you will or a lot of us will get our close friends together and have little mini competitions yeah. i know mm-hmm. we've done that but anyway i think you might have answered this one too but what competition do you go to in the state that is your favorite and why
0: elamos is definitely our favorite that was our one that we got the very first call in and down in alamosa coal park it's a beautiful little spot down there we actually get to pull in thursday around two three o'clock which uh judging doesn't start till saturday so you know we get to go set up thursday kick back all day friday obviously cook saturday then we don't have to leave till sunday and they have like train rides for the for the cook teams and stuff that you can do friday night there's bands playing there's a big cornhole tournament that goes on that that uh, anybody can enter and stuff with that one too but it's it's a it's a really fun one for us like i said it's it's the most memorable because it was our first call all of them are so unique in their own way like well i'm getting ready to go to lamar this Saturday and on um, Friday night they have uh, there again most of a majority of them all have bands Friday night Saturdays are always uh, people's choice where you get to buy tokens and you get to go around and sample uh, pulled pork for the teams that will they be open
1: it. for the public then mm-hmm. no okay yeah
0: well I guess it's kind of a split because sometimes they'll have it right there at your campsite where you serve your food uh, down in Lamar they're just going to come pick up the food and have a central spot for people to go taste test down in Lamar. Actually, the city of Lamar's got—I never knew this—but they've got a uh, a carnival company there, so they're going to throw on carnival rides for the oh. kids. Uh, another good one to go to in Westminster is Meat Scream, and that one there's comboed with the city of Westminster, and they have uh, a Harvest Fest with it so it's kind of like a competition slash harvest fest so there's a bunch of carnival rides for the kids and it's real family orientated some years they've had hot air balloon glows so it's to really i mean honestly you can go on rocky mountain barbecue association their website you look up events and then uh whatever event you see close or something that interests you. I mean click on it and then it's it's an automatic link and it'll take you right yeah. to the things. But I haven't been to one I haven't been to. I mean last year we uh my wife and I had never been to the Black Hills area. In August they had one at Hill City, South Dakota. So yeah, when we
1: uh one of the few last
0: year. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we were lucky with that one cuz when uh before when we seen uh, it was on the docket still. I think there's only like 30 cases of COVID at that time in all south dakota so we felt pretty comfortable but we made a little mini vacation out of it and we stayed in hill city and did mount rushmore and crazy horse and seen all the sights around there just stayed a week and so we that's kind of our thing we don't do a whole lot of vacations we call it we just do a lot of cooking vacations (laughs) where we go out and cook and give us a reason to get out there you know we spent some time in fort collins which and even the Colorado native, but we've always camped in southern Colorado. Never really did a whole lot of stuff in the northern part of the state. So, give us a reason to go up there, and we spent like four days up there, and it's pretty neat. It's, it, like I said, get you gives you a reason to get out and yeah. go do something. So
1: that's great. Yeah. what What do you think, in your opinion, is the biggest one in the state of Colorado that for for spectators to check out when when we get back to all of that? Of course, you know.
0: The biggest granddaddy, if they have it again, is Frisco. Yeah, that's, and that's Frisco, what I thought you were gonna say. Yeah, Frisco. If <laughs> that's the I big one. I have never got to compete in it. I find I and I tried for a couple years there, and then I started talking to some guys and like, how do you guys get into Frisco? And they're like, well, one entry is like January two. You know, the second of January it opens like at nine ten o'clock in the morning, and you literally got an hour to. To sign up for it, because after an hour, you know, it's completely booked, and I think they top teams off like a hundred teams, hundred twenty teams, and stuff. But there is the times we've gone, I. I know there had to be at least 20,000 people over there just walking the streets yeah, and yeah. food vendors and bands. And it's a
1: lot of fun. I've been, I've been up yeah. there to that one. It's, it's a great family day.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: I mean, obviously yeah. in Colorado, we always have to wonder about the weather, but it's a great family day. <laughs> very true. I, I, I figured that's the one yeah. that you would say. Yeah. Um, real quickly, just go over when you go to a competition, what equipment do you take? Again, you mentioned a few things, but mm-hmm. what are your go-to to smokers things like that of, of substance that you bring with you every time
0: well that's very first one is a clean smoker that's one of the biggest things i will i will share with everybody right now never ever cook on a dirty pit dirty pits aren't flavor they're it's bacteria so you you keep your pits clean you run a clean fire and your food's always going to come out good and i personally cook i've got a uh, a daniel boone prime plus green mountain krill that i cook my brisket on then i got three uh gateway drum smokers that i cook my chicken ribs and pork on so those are those are my three main cookers or four main cookers i i like to uh have a cooker like that for every meat because while well, they go on at different times and my cooking style I mean I cook at different temperatures the different meats so it's it's more feasible for me to 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 do that you know it's just however way you want to travel too because I mean we've got you know my cookers they fit in a uh, 10 by 14 coverage tr- or excuse me an 8 by 14 covered trailer and so not only do I st- transport that way but once i'm done transporting now i got my fold-up tables that i fold up into my into my little trailer there and i've got an e-track system that goes around and so i have plywood shelves and um you know warmers food warmers have you some really good quality food warmers to go up with you for when you're done then you know obviously just like barbecue you gotta let your meat rest and stuff and you know fresh rubs always 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 go with fresh rubs i mean it's fine to stock up at the beginning of the year and use them and and stuff but when you start competing those rubs if they've been sitting on the shelf for you know a year then they're obviously not going to have that same punch as when you first got it so definitely definitely plenty of fuel plenty of lump charcoal uh keep everything dry and really i think a lot of times people overlook this one and it's really simple Go with a clear head because, you know, no matter, we, let's face it, we all work, you know, we're all hustle and bustle, go, go, go kind of thing. But remember, when you're at a competition, you're either cooking barbecue in a parking lot. Or you're cooking barbecue in a park. And one of the main rules that everybody has is once you show up, you don't talk about work. You're just, you know, adults being kids and have fun and and stuff and make it fun. Have fun with it. That's great. Go up very prepared. You know, have all your injections done, your sauces done, your meat trimmed. You know, that way when you get up, you set up. I mean, then it's like, okay, whenever it's time to, you want to inject your pork or your brisket, then, you know, have a have that time allowed but obviously you have to practice at home and and i'll be honest with you When I do barbecue, no matter if I'm cooking backyard or if I'm practicing for a competition, every time people come over for lunch, it's always between 12 and 2. And that's because that's when turn-in times are. So I constantly practice not only cooking, but I have in my mindset that, okay, you know, it's done at a certain time. That way it's I'm always programmed on. You know, when brisket always goes on at 9 o'clock, no matter when I'm 9 o'clock to rap stage and then because yeah. i'm i'm a low and slow guy when it comes yeah. to brisket so. that's
1: awesome well we'd like to thank brian guerrero for coming to the easy does it barbecue radio show and sharing his experiences on competition barbecue again uh brian is the owner of guerrero concrete here in in el paso county uh he is also the pit master of uh, barbecue 22 competition team uh, and then lastly, he is my sales rep at the store for Green Mountain Grills. So if you're interested in, in any of those, come on into the store. Brian's also going to be out to Colorado Barbecue Outfitters on the Saturday of Memorial Day weekend. And we're going to do a Green Mountain Grill pizza demo. We're going to show you everything you need to know about making pizza on the grill, whether it's making your own pizza or getting a take-and-bake. Demo's going to be between 10 and 2. Again, that's the Saturday of Memorial Weekend at Colorado Barbecue Outfitters. We'll see you there. Again, this is Dan McDonald with Colorado Barbecue Outfitters. The store is located at 5921 North Academy Boulevard on the northeast corner of Vickers and Academy in the Arendelle Square Shopping Center. The website is 719bbq.com and the phone number is 719-465-1041. You can reach out to me on all forms of social media. We look forward to any topics you'd like to hear about in the future as well as any questions on this week's show. Thanks for listening, everyone. And remember, if it ain't easy, you're working too hard.
0: Thanks for listening to Easy Does It Barbecue, brought to you by Colorado Barbecue Outfitters, specializing in pellet grills, charcoal grills, electric smokers, sauces, rubs, and barbecue accessories, online at 719bbq.com. See you next Saturday at 1 for Easy Does It Barbecue. And listen to the podcast on Podbean.